Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 33 of the Poke Tower Podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Good morning. Good afternoon. I hope you guys are having a solid day, solid startup. You guys are winding down. You guys are chilling out, listening to the Poke Tower, getting in your, your picks on eBay, looking at your purchases, looking at what your watch list, checking everything out, looking at your collection, you know, all the good stuff. Um, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for listening, for supporting. Thank you for the interaction on the Discord. We get, enjoy seeing you guys interact on the Discord. If you guys aren't in it, you guys already know how to join. If you don't, to send a email to the Poke Tower Podcast, the Poke Tower Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. To send an email saying, hey, I want to hop in that Discord. I want to meet some cool collectible friends. We're all there for There's you. There's lots of perks. Lots. You, you make new friends. You have a community that supports um, your hobby and will help you make better buying decisions, better selling decisions, better trading, better grading, all that stuff. And share you also, listings. Share listings too. You also get first dibs. On new releases from the Poke Tower, whether yeah. you know, that that could be a lot, lots of stuff. It could be a pop up shop for product, where you're getting sealed product, you know, at at or maybe slightly above MSRP, but like hard to find stuff. Um, you're getting deals uh, for free packs, things like that, giveaways. So there's lots of there's more good things and bad things in the Discord. It's lots. It's just a, it's a fun time. Um, but you can so only if you're timid, get it. Don't be timid. Yeah, come on down. Trust us. Come on down. Trust us. You're definitely not going to regret it. You're going to be like, wow, this is the best decision I ever made. Yep. But you guys know what to do. We need your help, though. We are still trying to be the top Poke Tower collecting, not Poke Tower, the top collecting podcast on all We're the best Poke streaming Tower. platforms. We're the best Poke Tower, hands yeah. down. <laughs> but Google Podcasts, Apple listeners, Spotify, hey, follow on Spotify, subscribe, like the podcast, do all that stuff. Uh, it all it all helps out. Leave the reviews. Um, share. We would love it if you guys share with friends. Hey, if you guys are running a card shop, we've had somebody hit us up and say, hey, we play your guys' podcast in the card shop and people love it. So if you have a card shop, maybe hit them up. Like, hey, look, got a podcast. We need your help. We need Can't your help. Can't do it without you guys. Absolutely. But without further ado, we got highest Pokemon sale of the week. Let's get into it. All right. Here we go. Highest Pokemon sale of the week. Not surprising at all. Not surprising. This is man. It's, okay, it's surprising the way that it, like there's still people out there that that are willing to to put up the money. Okay, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, and this is this is where you know we we get this question every year, and they're not often, but sometimes people are like, hey, you know, what's the ceiling for this specific card? Um, I don't even know if I can continue without telling you guys. Okay, the highest sell of the week was a first edition Shadowless Charizard, PSA ten. Um, I'm not sure if the transaction has completed, but it is showing as a sold item on eBay for $350,000. So that would be a record, I believe. Um, now, the thing about this is I think we're only about 33% there. Maybe just over, maybe we're about 40% there um, of where this max price can be for this card. And the reason why, not not people like us, but people who have much bigger pockets, people like Gary V, who I'm a fan of, I don't, I like him a lot. I've learned a lot from him, um, but that he consistently says that this is a million dollar card. It's underrated. Um, this is the, you know, uh, 
Babe Ruth of Pokemon. It is it is the one everyone wants. Yeah. And has the most potential because it's popular, right? So there's other cards like uh Illustrator Pikachu that probably are more rare. Um, but this was this is the this is the the, the knockout. Icon. Yeah, this is the, the one icon, with the spotlight. Yeah. So even though there may be more Charizards out there, it is still yeah just the it's the face um nostalgia childhood right it's all that the bunch know, of stuff tied to it if a rich man walked into pokemon yeah charizard is the first pokemon he would probably run into it wouldn't be illustrator pikachu who is probably is definitely more rare but my point is that's the thing is that when someone sees money signs at, at that level you know a million dollars is nothing to them um they just believe in that potential so we're at three hundred fifty thousand. was that 35 percent I think that's crazy because what the last the last what uh, sealed booster box they yeah. said booster box went for what four hundred twenty five or four fifty what was yeah. what was Jake Paul? Uh, oh, the first editions. Yeah, I don't know. He spent like two million on like six or something like that. Okay, it was crazy. Two something a piece, I think. Okay. Yeah. So that's this is well over that then, well over even a base yeah. set. Yeah. Well, because it's a flawless Charizard. Um, and that's even hard to do out of, you know, pack fresh. Uh, that's crazy. But crazy. yeah. So what does this mean for us? It doesn't mean much, but it does kind of bring some clarity on your price of your Charizard that maybe you're holding. Uh, I have a Charizard PSA nine unlimited, uh, and it's average price is, is right around $2,000. So if we say that it's, you know, 35% of the way there, we could probably safely say that my, my Charizard's final destination and price is probably somewhere between seven and ten thousand dollars if you add the extra sixty yeah, percent yeah we're probably going to be around seven to ten um and, and it did hit seven thousand before and i did not sell i wanted to i wanted to sell so bad last year seven thousand bucks in your pocket is, is a nice payday especially for a card you know that uh it's, it's not my favorite card i i love the fact that i pulled the charizard but it's not my favorite favorite and yeah I guess you could say my time that time came and went as a child like I really wanted that card as a kid I would have done anything for it but as an adult I'm like I pulled it I'm so happy that I got it Um, but it's like it's already served its purpose for me right Um, yeah so I think about that and you know seven to ten thousand dollars is a great ceiling and if it ever gets to that point maybe I think about moving it maybe not though because it's just it's kind of cool to say I have one of the you know most highly sought after cards in the game so that's where like my collector side comes in, you know? So I don't know, but just think about that. Maybe you have a Charizard eight PSA eight, you know, PSA seven, PSA six. Basically you want to add another 60 something percent, 60, 70% to your price. And I bet you that's probably going to be at ceiling for a very long time. Uh, and maybe of all time, right? Like I think if Charizard does get to a million in a PSA 10 first edition, that's probably it. Yeah. That'll be the record of all records. And it, it probably will never, we won't see that happen again. Um, that's just my opinion on that, though. Um, but that's about it. Check your Charizard prices. Maybe you get in the Charizard market. You know what I mean? Maybe you finally have some extra money. I think everyone should have a base set Charizard. Oh, yeah. It's just you got, it, you got to. He's just an icon. You know what I mean? And you don't have to flip him. You don't got to grade him. I just think everyone should have one because, you know, as kids, not everyone had this card. So it's just it's nice to have. It's like a having a driver's license almost. Yeah. You got to have one. So... Oh, one more, one more thing we did see when we were searching through the highest Pokemon sale of the week was uh, Rainbow Zard. Rainbow Zard looks like he's going up a little bit in price. The PSA 10 went up. For Burning Shadows. Yeah, for, from Burning Shadows, the Rainbow Zard. 
So if you have a yeah. Rainbow Zard, I know that's a card most of us can probably one just sold for thirty five fifty. Yeah, most of us are probably more familiar with that card and probably had more chances of getting yeah. a Burning Shadow Zard. So if we're gonna <laughs> if if there's anything that's gonna help you out in in the highest Pokemon sale of the week, if you don't have a base set Zard, Rainbow Zard looks like he went up a little bit in price. Yeah, um, it was averaging about three thousand a sale. Uh, I've seen one as high as forty two hundred. That was earlier last year or later. Earlier last no later last year, I think before the new year, um, and then today thirty five fifty. So it's it's in the middle of its average. It's like you know halfway between its average and its highest price, which is a good sign. And also, I made a bold statement on this podcast saying that Burning Shadows Charizard is probably one of the last Charizards that is going to maintain value because it's it, that twenty seventeen era. Burning Shadows, that was like the cutoff line before this thing exploded. Oh, and... And, and then they had the bad print run. The, the, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The bad print so run and it's everything, like, yeah. That, that may be... That's why I'm holding mine. I have a PSA 9. Yeah, I think I think in, in terms of modern Zards... Like eight, you guys might have an 8 or a 9 too, you know what I mean? In terms of modern Zards, minus Evolution's Charizard, I don't think Evolution's Charizard is going to survive much longer. But any Charizard 2017 back besides Evolution's, I think is solid in any grade you're you know in a high grade you don't not just a 10 like a lot of people with the evolutions are like well if you get a 10 it's eight thousand. it's like yeah you, that's a 0.3 percent chance you're getting that right yeah, yeah you don't yeah, have yeah. it if you don't have it already you don't have one right so it's one of those things you know um i'm talking about if you have a psa 9 burning shadow zard like i do you're in for some gains if you have a psa 8 burning shadow zard i think if you hold on just a little longer you're in for some gains um and the reason I say that is because the tens price is going up. Yep. Um, and yeah, and it, it has a lot going for it. 2017 plus, you know, the really bad print run that just wrecked probably so many populations of Charizards. That's what saved its butt. So, Charizard this week, guys. Nothing new. He's still he's still the icon. He's still the mascot. Reigning champ. Yes, you, you got to give him his props. All right. I think that's it. That's it. All right, let's get into this week's underrated, overrated segment. All right, guys, here is the underrated, overrated segment. Remember, if you don't know what this game is, you got to join the Discord. We let people send one-liners and topics to the underrated, overrated tab in our Discord. We feature these things on our show here, and we give you guys our two cents, underrated, overrated. Sometimes we like to expand on it. Sometimes we just give you what it is. So we get two minutes on the clock. I guess I'm the contestant this week. So Devin will time me. Here we go. Two minutes on the clock. We'll be ready to go. You ready? All right, guys. Two minutes on the clock. Here it is. Let's go. Game Boy Advance Mega Man games. Underrated. I want them all back. Cornhole. Underrated. Fun game. Mike Tyson. Underrated. We're going to miss him when he's gone. Horchata. Underrated. Easy. Takis. Underrated. Uh, Lemon Hot Cheetos. Overrated. Miscut Cards. Overrated. Old school cartoons, Darkwing Duck, Gargoyles, Biker Mice from Mars, and OG X-Men. Underrated. Animorphs. Uh, overrated. Hot Cheetos with more hot sauce. Overrated. Uh, Wee Schwartz. Underrated. A lot of waifus out there. Uh, Japanese vending series? I think they are now overrated. Too many people are getting into it because it's the cool thing to do. Just a few months ago, it was really cool. Pokemon vending machines? Overrated. I'm tired of seeing those videos. HGA hybrid? 
Underrated. They still got a lot to figure out, but underrated. Illusion of Time. <laughs> underrated. Hollow versus Reverse Hollow. Ooh. Hollows all day. Easier to grade. Third party mystery boxes. Overrated. Tired of seeing those. Bandai cards. Underrated. I think we're seeing it now with Digimon and uh, Dragon Ball. Final Fantasy tag. TCG. Um, oh, TCGs. Excuse underrated. Me. I'm seeing a little bit, but not a lot. Hello. Underrated. He's so cool. Pokemon playing cards. Spades. Overrated. I'm seeing too much of it. That means it's getting a little saturated. Hidden Fates Shiny Vault. Overrated now. Too many people have figured out the game. Dogecoin. Overrated. Too many people know about it. You should have been early on this stuff. Last year. Two ha- years ago. It's 2017. Lab, so we need it back. Underrated. But I have to figure it out because I'm tired of fighting people on TikTok. It's so exhausting. All right. That is time. All right. That's quite a bit. And, and you guys can't talk in smack because Danny gave some good, good uh, explanations after him. And he mm-hmm. got through quite a few. Yeah. Pretty good. Little backstory, guys. I've been investing in crypto since 2017. I don't talk about it a lot because it's my private business. It's my funds. And uh, people get... Money is a very touchy issue. So there's my two cents on that. All right. That is it for the Underrated Overhead. Remember, continue to send these in. We're catching up. Well, not really. Not re- no. So, guys crushing we're catching us. up, guys. <laughs> uh, and that's it. Let's go into... Oh, you know what? Hold on a second. Let me get the music off real quick. Okay, the music's off. Um, we got... We did a giveaway, right? Yeah, we yeah. did a giveaway on the live stream. Last week. All you had to do was send us a voice message to the podcast. All you To, to do that, what do you do? You download the Anchor app. You favorite our podcast. You put a little star in our name. And then you send Don't us a voice message. Don't forget the star. Don't forget the star. Yep. You send us a little voice message. And the first three people in line to get it... We're going to win Battle Styles Booster Packs. Uh, or Blister Packs, actually. So, the sealed Blister Packs. We got timestamps. We got timestamps. We got timestamps, so it's fair. Yep. Um, but thank you guys, whoever sent in your stuff. We're going to feature your stuff. N- neither of us have listened to these voice messages, so we're going to check them out. Um, and then you guys will get your packs. We'll get a hold of you guys some way or another. Discord. I think most of you guys are in the Discord. Yeah, I think um, just about everybody's on Discord. So... We will we'll get these packs out to you guys, um, and we're going to continue to encourage that you send voice messages, um, and you know we'll do giveaways and things like that. Because remember, we started doing this podcast with a lot of small giveaways. We kind of got away from it because we were doing it on the live show, but we're going to try and do both now. We'll try and do podcast giveaways and YouTube giveaways. Sometimes we just get a little busy, so we forget. But without further ado, let's get into some voice messages from you guys. Yes, let's go. All right, so I figured I would send you guys a voice message again because not enough people utilize this method of communication. And other than Agreed. the Discord, this is probably the funnest version to do. We love but it. My question is, what uh, what is your opinion of first appearance cards? Not necessarily first edition because there's some Pokemon that just didn't get a first edition card. They came out in later stamps after first edition went away. Um, and what I mean by first appearance is like the very first appearance of that Pokemon. Like with me, Blaziken, his very first appearance was an EX Ruby and Sapphire 2003. Now that same card has been replicated throughout other sets, but it's a 2003 e-reader and I had to have it. So what's your like opinion 
on first appearance cards. Also, people, send voice messages. This is amazing. <laughs> Let me know, guys. Here we go. Let's John go. Landry with the voice John message. John Landry. Congrats, John. We're going to send you a Battle Styles blister. Um, and it was a great question. Um, great. I I think you're on to something with first appearance cards, and let me tell you why. We just talked about the Yu-Gi-Oh! reprints being categorized at PSA card. So now they're del- they're distinguishing between a 2002 Yu-Gi-Oh! card and a 2010 reprint. That was something that wasn't done before. They're doing it now because there are subtle differences on the card via text, character spacing, or even you know different words in general on the card. Even if it's the same exact card, there's there are little subtleties like that. PSA is going to start recognizing cards like that too, especially the e-reader series that have reprints and uh, and later like uh, collections and uh, sets. Right. And I remember we talked about the Blaziken. Right. Yeah. We actually uh, we talked about it. That there was the um, e-reader one, and then there's another one that looks right, just like because it. Because right during that era is when uh, Pokemon was they made the split. They made the split from Pokemon Company and uh, Wizard and of the Coast. Wizard of the Coast and. So they had some cards that were still with the e-reader like design on it, yep. and they also had some cards that didn't have the e-reader design. Same look, so yeah. the same look. Um, so I think at that point it's almost like whatever you prefer. You know what I mean? It's almost like yeah. a, a swirl and not a swirl. Like if you prefer an e-reader, look right now it's an ism. Look. Yeah, it's an ism that we collectors make. We'll put it right. in our listings on yeah. eBay. First appearance Blaziken. That's more appealing. It's better marketing, right? I I know that you wouldn't sell your Blaziken, but that's where people go. That's where their minds go. Now, until it's legitimized by a grading company, it's just an ism to us. You know what I mean? Uh, just like how we were saying Yu-Gi-Oh! reprint. Oh, that's a reprint. And it's like, well, you don't know that. Right. How can right. you tell? Yeah. But, you know, once once a grading company legitimizes that, first appearances are probably going to be the thing that everyone wish, wished they would have collected when no one cared about it. And at the same time, any any first appearance of any any Pokemon, especially a starter like Blaziken, any first appearance of them is going to be like a great card in terms of value, in terms of, you know, collecting. So if you're if you're thinking about it like, hey, how do, what do you think about the value of first appearance cards? Well, you know, if you think of a lot of popular Pokemon like uh, Blaziken, Swampert, you know, uh, Sceptile, like those Pokemon from those era... Um, Groudon and Kyogre, the very first cards they were put on, they're they're probably going to be the ones that people look for mm-hmm. to be the iconic. They always like, go back to the source. Yeah, they want the the very first one. Like right. me when I when I went looking for Lugia, I was like, well, what's the very very first Lugia art I can get? Yep, that was made into a card. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I went and got the one from Neogen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think you're onto something. And yeah. um. I like that idea too. It's it's important that we do that because it, it allows us to have different collectibles and we're not all the same. Whereas like uh, someone who's new to collecting wouldn't know the difference. Um, and those little things, those little knickknacks like that, it separates us, it makes us different. We have, we have stories behind our cards. Right. So, and then especially when you share with somebody, you know, you're at, you go to another local card store, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you share with that younger collector and he goes, oh, well, what's the difference of that and that? Yeah. Because you're a collector who likes, you know, first appearance cards. Now you can share knowledge with him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Now he's like, wow, didn't know that. Yeah. I like the idea a lot. I like it. Um, and that was a great question, John. So we'll be getting a hold of you. You're in the Discord. So um, I'll shoot you a message. We'll get this Battle Styles blister out to you. So congrats. Congrats. Thank you, John. And here comes the next voice message. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. 
Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Tony here. I just want to give you guys a shout out. Thank you guys for everything you guys do and all the information you guys give us. My wife is laughing at me right now while I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got hey. the largest of Tonys here. Let's go. Big Tony is a Big Tony. top member in our Discord. What yes. that means is when you reach level 30, you get you a yellow get, belt. You get the you get a gold text <laughs> on your name. We call it a gold text, like Digimon. Um, right. But it also protects you from our Discord purges. Like we we often we clean our Discord of uh, non-users and people who don't participate. So that way, when we do giveaways, the scheduled who, purges, the people who volunteer get rewarded instead of just some random schmuck who's in there camping. Right. So Big Tony is one of our top members. Congrats yes, to you sir. for getting your battle styles blister. Yes, sir. And we will hey, see. No, hey, no shame in the game, all right? Yeah. Hey, there ain't no shame in the game. Yes. So, congrats. We'll get that out to you, and uh, hopefully you're enjoying this Wednesday morning. Yeah. We'll see you in the Discord. Let's congrats. get to the next message. Yo, it's JT. Give me that battle style. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we got JT in the house. JT and a, and a special guest appearance, someone in the back. JT... Congrats on your Battle Styles booster pack. <laughs> um, that was great. No, and the cool thing about JT is uh, he was a noob. He was a noob like six, seven months ago. That dude used to ask me questions every day. Dude, I'm sorry to bother you. I'm sorry to bother you. I want to know this. I want to know that. Now JT is literally one of the most legit collectors on our Discord. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Has a hot hand with his cards. I'm telling you, the dude almost gets a five finger discount on every card He's, that he buys from eBay. Yeah, and uh, he made the he made the uh, the greasy hashtag. Yep, the Gengar greasy discount. And he's taking it to a whole new level. So proud of you! Congrats on your battle styles blister. Congrats, man. Let's Thank get you. To another message. What's going on, Gengar greasy Nux gimmicks? Shout out to my boys. Just leave me a voicemail. Voicemail. Yeah, hey, <laughs> let's go. Chris, What's up, man? Shout out right. to you. Chris Stoppoli, we got another top member uh, from the Discord. Yeah, Appreciate and some of you guys actually by. probably remember um, back in like episode like, what, 10 through like 20? Chris was the yeah, MVP. Yeah, 10 through 20, Chris. The reigning MVP. Chris would just send in uh, his, his fan questions. It was basically just his pickups and all of his grabs for the week. He had like a seven peat. It was every week. Championship after championship. Every week he did it. Um, and now he's in the Discord doing the same thing, blowing it up. So we're out of Battle Styles packs, but check it out. We wanted to reward everyone who sent us messages, so Chris, we're going to send you a Fist of Gadgets booster pack, first to dish, on the house. On the house. Thank you for sending your message, and we yes. will see you on yes. the Discord. Thank you. Hello there, mates. Love the podcast. <laughs> Best TCG podcast out there. Got a quick question for you. Do y'all sip and rip, or do you guys stash and cash it? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay so that was hey, that's, a, that's a pretty good accent that was pretty good i was i just finished telling Devin i know who it is as soon as i hear their voice but you had us fooled there that's chase aka too old to collect yes i believe he's Another like a long time listener i think he's supporter. like in the top 10 in our ranked users on the discord he's got it so we got yeah we got some loyal guys in the discord we're out of battle styles pack so chase is also going to get a fist of gadgets uh Booster Pack, first edition. Thank you for your support. Always hanging out. We, we hope you're, sip, you're sipping on a coffee. You know, we, you're always... We always sip and rip. That's yeah. our, that's oh, our yeah. thing. Sipping and ripping. Well, we stab, We do it all. We're Omni collectors, dude. Omnimon. True. Right? True. We do it all. 
Uh, we stash and cash for later so that we can get more stuff to sip and rip. That's that's it. That's, <laughs> that's the it. game. That's the goal. Yeah, it's a losing game, but hey, it's fun. Right. Um, and also, Chase, thank you for always sending stuff in. Chase is always sending in cards to us. Um, yeah, he's always sending gifts. He he, fun stuff. Sent in a legacy uh, pack of Metal Raiders, yep. and yep. I pulled the uh, secret rare Gate Guardian out of it. So that's Chase. Chase is that guy that sends us free packs and is always sipping coffee. So yes, thank you. He if you guys are Chase in the Discord. Say what's up. Very friendly guy. Yes. So there you, you go, guys. We have three Battle Styles booster packs that we gave away and two Yu-Gi-Oh! Fist of Gadgets first edition packs. Going out. Make sure you guys continue to tune in. Uh, we'll probably make up another giveaway on Thursday or something like that. Yeah. Um, and remember, you can always send us voice messages. Yep. You can do that You can do Anybody. that with or without a prize. Yep. Send us a question, whatever you got to do. You can even tell us we suck. I will put you it can, on the show. Yeah. Um, send us a voice, a voice message of anything. Hey, what's up, guys? Like, if you guys, if everybody sent in five of them, we can make a little montage. Oh, yeah. Of all your guys' voices. Hey, what's up? Poke Tower, what's going on? Yeah. It's Chris. It's Big Tony. It's Chase. It's JT. So there it is. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, everyone, for the voice messages this week. And now we're going to get back to our regular scheduled programming. Digi-Destined. Digi-Destined. Digimon. All right. Digi-Destined. This is our small segment about Digimon cards, something we are implementing into the podcast. Not so much buy, 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 and sell, and, you know, smart sleeper picks and things like that. Just we're, we're educating you guys at this point. And then as I continue to monitor... The trading card market because it's out there but it's not it's not quite out there right 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 it's lurking so how I mean? does how does digimon grow you guys are wondering how does digimon grow, grow by all of us collectively sharing more digimon content you every time we do that it's a point on the board for digimon and uh it's going to erupt so until then we collect what we like and we reap the benefits of collecting what we like later um, so today, uh, last week actually, we talked about the collectible card game, which is a series that came out after DigiBattle, um, and we talked about the first set, Eternal Courage. Eternal Courage. <laughs> you guys will be laughing about that later. Anyways, um, now we're going to talk about the second set, Hybrid Warriors. I have two boxes of Hybrid Warriors myself. Uh, these are booster boxes, and they came in blisters or booster boxes, um, just like just like with Eternal Courage, you're either going to get one or the other. Um, I want to say these are in the couple hundreds right now on eBay. I have I bought mine a lot, like I think I bought mine in January, maybe before January, like in December maybe. Um, it was around that time, the holidays. I bought it around that time, um, and I want to say I paid like one eighty a box. I'm not sure what they are now, maybe like two forty. That's just going off the top of my head, but um. We're going to talk about Eternal Courage, um, and what's crazy is that the box that I have is actually a first edition box. Two, both boxes are first edition. So, I don't know if we talked about this with Eternal Courage, uh, but my Eternal Courage, I believe, is not first edition, the uh, the blister packs that I have. Let me see. Because I have, let me see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I have two cases of sealed blister packs of Eternal Courage. Um, and there's 12 in each one, but I don't know. I don't know if they specified these are first edition or not. 
but on the hybrid warriors is first edition so that may be something i want to look into maybe i'll talk to our digimon plug um jake prodigious omnimon who we're going to feature his website again to talk about hybrid warriors so i'm going to pull up his website it's called prodigiouscollecting.com um also jake sent us a little message about being featured on the show if you guys would like to pick his brain on digimon and you'd be interested in that let us know and we may get him on the show and chop it up with him jake's been nothing but good to us so here we go this is really interesting hybrid warriors looks like there were how do i count this 80 cards maybe 80 cards in this set i'm just going to highlight some of the best cards uh, these have a lot of the newer uh, characters as well um, Henry, Rika, let's see, Takuya, Tommy, JP. Yeah, these are all like the newer characters from like, um, I want to say season three, season three, season four. Uh, but they got some classics in here too. Uh, Tentamon is in here. Palmon. Let's see. Uh, Vidramon, Kabuterimon, Bergamon. And some of these arts are pretty sick on this set, guys. I really like the way the cards look. They got some classics, Devimon. Um, I wanted to share the guy Zudamon, who's actually one of my favorite uh, Digivolutions. I don't know why I like Zudamon. Which uh, one's that? That's what Ikakumon turns into. So the big old walrus looking dude. Yeah, yeah. He turns into like the turtle oh, the with Thor. the hammer. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just looks sick. He's like a beaver with a... Yeah. I don't know. He's like a saber tooth with a turtle shell and a hammer. Right. Just looks sick. Um... But let me go through some of these cards. So there's an Imperial Jermon card in here. Paladin Mode. Uh, you got Metal Sea Jermon. Puppet Mon. Rose Mon. There's an Omni Mon in there. You got Burning Gray Mon, which is a gold text. And you got Aguni Mon, which is a gold text. Uh, Lobo Mon. Another gold text. Kendo Garuru Mon. Gold. Korikumon. Gold. Kumamon. Gold. And then this is the uh, the mascot. Oh, I call him the mascot, but he's the dude on the uh, yeah the mascot of the box is a uh, Beetlemon. He's in gold, and then there's metal uh, Kabuterimon, which is also a gold print. So there's actually some unique cards in here. I think these are the hollows. Yeah. So check this out. Uh, he let's see. Jake puts here hollow parallel cards came out one out of every pack. You guys seeing a common theme here with hollows and Digimon? Yeah. They weren't that hard to get. Now, we've talked about getting your specific monster in a hollow. Yes, that can be difficult. But they literally handed them out like candy, guys. So do not let these Digimon collectors fool you. They're hard to find today, but by design, they were supposed to... You, you were supposed to get them all the time. Um, but let's take a look at some of these hollows. You got all the guy, all the regular uh, originals: Bergamon, Ikakumon, Kabuterimon, Devimon Hollow, which would be really nice to have. Uh, let's see here: Garudamon, Zudamon, Mega Kabuterimon. That's cool because he's blue. Yeah. Um, Mega Cedramon in a hollow, Lilymon in a hollow. There's an Imperial Jamon Hollow. I say that because I know a lot of you guys are Imperial Jamon fans. Me, not so much. Oh, look at that! You got a Hercules Kabuterimon in a hollow. Puppetmon in a hollow. So those would be some I would be interested in. And then I've seen this one a lot on eBay is the Omnimon hollow. Um, these cards, again, you can find them anywhere from like 10 to 30 bucks on eBay. They're not crazy expensive, but expect them to be played. And that's where it makes the collecting part fun. It's like, hey, let's find the best one 
for the best value because um, they, they're not crazy rare. Uh, but I, I think when I think of these, what do I think of? I'm trying to give you guys a good, I'm trying to give you guys a good uh, comparison. So think about Dragon Ball Z and Panini, right? Those are 2014 to like 2017 era of trading cards. Not a lot of people care about those. And you guys have asked me my opinions on it. And I'm like, you know, I'm not sure. It's why they stay sealed. Um, I would value these more than I would the Dragon Ball Z Panini to Super. You know what I mean? So like, what is Dragon Ball Z Panini to Bandai's Dragon Ball Super? I think there's a huge difference there. You know what I mean? Dragon Ball Z may not go anywhere in terms of those collectibles. But I think, you know, Bandai Digimon collectible card game to Bandai uh, new Digimon 1.0, 1.5, I think there's there's going to be some demand there. Um, and like we talked about today with the Charizards or like Devin saying he likes to look for the original cards of where they came from. Yep. It. I feel the same way about Digimon. People always go back to the source. So what's going to happen with a franchise like Digimon that's you know just blazing right now with 1.0, 1.5 and promos and all this cool stuff? When people get deeper into the rabbit hole... Guess what? Collectible card game is the next thing. And then they get even deeper and it's Digibattle. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's it's on the rise. Um and the only reason I say that is because the prices are already ridiculous. Like I paid, you know, almost five hundred bucks for both my booster yeah, boxes. Let's, let's put it in, in Pokemon talk, you know, and you had you had people who knew base set was it, right? And those were expensive. But back when your your base set was what, forty five hundred bucks? Yeah. How much was a rocket set? How much was the gym challenger or, um, Oh, rocket was even cheaper. I think. Right. Yeah. I think and, I, and I think I could have got rocket for like 2000 something dollars. Right. And that's, so that's kind of like in, in Pokemon terms, that's kind of what it is. Like everyone, everyone's like, Oh yeah. Base set. And everyone gonna, knows it. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to look at the first booster of a uh, digi battle and, yeah. and that's, and they're going to see that and then they go, oh, okay, what's the next after that? And they're going to realize, Oh wow. There's nothing out there. Of, yeah. of, you know, what's the next best thing. What's the next best thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go after the first set of, uh, right. the collectible card game and the cards look cool guys like i actually think the collectible card game the way the the format is the yeah. way the actual card looks to play looks cooler than digibattle it's actually nicer um they have way cooler looking cards just the way that the, the format you know what i mean the the way the template is built for the card um and i just know this be, the reason i say this with digimon is because i've been closely monitoring the prices um you know Everyone talks about Series 1 being the easiest set to attain, but nobody can deny that, you know, I was getting boxes for like 140 bucks last year, and now those boxes are almost $300. Yeah. What do you what do you mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was 120. I think my first Digimon Series 1 box was like 120-something. Yeah, you can't deny that. That's, that's more than double. Yeah. We're talking about 3X on, on one of the most, I guess, easy-to-find boxes, right? Because everyone's like, oh, it's easy to find. It's easy to find. Don't listen to these quote-unquote high-end collectors. Get what you like. Um, you look at Series 2. Series 2 was under 500 bucks when I got it for a, a sealed U.S. box, which is the hardest boxes to get. Um, and now they're over 1000 bucks for Series 2. Woo! You know what I mean? So, And people say that, oh, those are the most common. Those are the easiest to find. If that's true... Why has the price gone up over 200%, you know, in just a matter of months? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, just take it with a grain of salt and collect what you like. And I think the collectible card game is heavily slept on. Uh, I, I I, want to open more. And if you, I just if you don't more. know what you like, go yeah. check out 
yeah. go check out go check out uh prodigious Omnimon's uh website yes he has every set you so want to see go him? you can go check out whatever card and maybe just go hunt down the cards you want and maybe that piques your interest a little bit more mm-hmm. you know because i know i know when i go look at card sets of like Yu-Gi-Oh or pokemon it just piques my interest more and i go look at more yeah. of whatever it is so check that out too yeah um but I'd, i still want to accumulate more i'd love to ha- I, we got a four box rule it um and it, it gets tough because the stuff gets more and more expensive every time you have enough cash to get one um but if i can get another box of hybrid warrior i'll probably open one um but yeah that's what i want to talk about uh next week we're going to talk about the third set of the collectible card game we call generations which is impossible to find um so that's why i also think the collectible card game uh in front of digimon is is really going to be something to worth looking at sooner than later because i know a handful of people that are looking for generations that can't find it so we'll get into that next week um and that's it for digidescent if you guys have any questions uh hit us up in the discord or on my social media and i will be glad to help you out all right good stuff let's go heart of the cards let's go Yu-Gi-Oh! All right, Heart of the Cards, guys. This week, we're going to talk another old set. We're bringing it back to the good old days. So you guys might remember the set. Some of you guys might not. Dark Crisis. It was released, it was released on December 1st, 2003. Uh, it contained 106 cards. Two, uh, two of those cards were secrets. 10 of them were ultra. 10 were super. 17 were rare. And 67 were common. Uh, you could find Dark Crisis in Legacy Packs uh, anywhere from $8 retail and $15 probably on OfferUp or eBay or wherever else you can find them. Um, remember that these legacy packs do come with a new reprint label from PSA. So if you're looking to, you know, get over on somebody or hope that your card comes back with a 2003 Ooh. label on it, it might not happen. You're looking Probably to fool not someone. Happen. Yeah, you're looking. To, you're looking to fool if someone. You're looking to flex. Yeah. On the Poke Tower. Yeah. Better fact check yourself. So that's a funny joke. <laughs> The uh, first edition packs, um, they go anywhere from like 100 to 150. So, yes, you can still obtain them. They're still it's on not eBay. Bad. Not bad for a first edition. Really not bad at all. For Typically, this is, guys, this is my rule of thumb. When a booster pack breaks 50 bucks, you're in it for the long run. That's oh, yeah. something that you can buy and it's going to increase. I just yep. I have a feeling it's not, it hasn't met its ceiling. Once it breaks that like 50 to $70 range, you have something real. Definitely. So, when you see 100 bucks, it's like a no brainer. If you love it, you have to get it. I agree, 100% on that. The Unlimited, the Unlimited from 2003, so we're not talking Legacy Packs, we're talking about actual Square logo packs. Square logo Unlimited. Um, they're going for about 50 bucks. 50 bucks a pack, so that's not bad. Um, score yourself a couple of Square logos, maybe you keep those sealed away, or maybe you uh, just have some fun popping them open, knowing they're from 2003, because I know that's what I would do. Um, a first edition box, um, this one's huge. It's actually like... I don't know. That's crazy. Um, a first edition box goes for about 15k to 20k. Is what I saw. I saw another one going for like 9k. Um, but yeah, they're up there in in the prices. Uh, an unlimited box you can find for about 2,000, about not not 25,000, 2,000 to 5,000 dollars. So the unlimited box is about 2,000 5,000 um, dollars. So if you're interested, maybe you get your tax returns back. I don't know. You go, you go splurge and get an unlimited box. Who tax knows? return. Yeah, you know what I mean. You just go dump it. Uh, the hits from this set are going to be the secret rares, and there's actually a few cards that just a lot of people um, look past back in the day, but seems like they have a lot of, of value now. So 
The first card up is Vampire Lord. Um, Ooh, some Vampire guys, Lord. Some of you guys know him. I know Denny had him in his deck. Uh, Dark Flare Knight. I actually have our childhood Dark Flare Knight. Um, he's the fusion between uh, uh, Flame Swordsman and Dark Magician. And then its sister card, Mirage Knight, which is, has its little effect with. Um, those two cards actually go for quite a bit when they're graded. So, um, and I think Dark Flare Knight's only a super rare, and I think Mirage Knight might be an ultra rare. So, they're not like, they're not like, um, crazy hard pulls, and, and back in the day, not a lot of people, um, cherish these cards too much. Our Dark Flare Knight looks alright, it's probably PSA 6 condition, um, and I'm sure most of the ones out there are probably in the same. The next one, I think this is probably the hit of the set, um, besides, I don't know, I guess it's arguable, Right? That Exodia Necros. I like that one. I like that one a lot. I don't know. If I he's, feel like that's he's he's the the model on on the he's the mascot on, the mascot on the pack. He's the artwork. That's why I like it. Yeah, because it, usually with the Yu-Gi-Oh Legacy Exodia, stuff, Exodia is, yeah. is iconic, um, and he's kind of an iconic monster because I mean, like he was used I think against um, Kaiba, like Kaiba's dad used Exodia Necros against him. Hmm. Um, so. He's kind of iconic, um, but I think these other two cards are, are, are way cooler. So there's a Secret Rare, Judgment of Anubis. Super cool card, Judgment of Anubis. I've always kind of been um, a fan of, like, uh, e- Egyptian, like, yeah. lore and, like, yep, history. Yep. So the, the Judgment of Anubis really gets me. I like it. It's, it's an a Secret Rare. card. Yeah. And then the one that we all love, our man, renamed... Renamed Skull Archfiend huh? of Lightning. Yeah, so I believe this. I believe I didn't. I didn't do homework too much, but I believe this is the first appearance of Summon Skull not being called Summon Skull anymore. It's, he is now referred to as Skull Archfiend of Lightning, um, and he is, uh, I believe, an ultra rare in the set because Vampire Lord and Judgment, Judgment of Anubis are the two secrets. Mm. So Skull Archfiend of Lightning is the ultra rare. So he will have. He's in a, in a different type of artwork. He's like jumping up into the sky. Um, but go check it out, guys. Dark Crisis. I didn't know much Ooh. about it, so when I looked it up, um, I was pretty surprised about the that cards that were sick. in there. I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty trash set, trash set before, um, until I looked up the card set and then I and I started looking up cards and I was like, wow, I like Exodia Necros, I like Mirage Knight, I like Dark Flare Knight. Fifty bucks for a first edition. That's actually not bad at all. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Not bad at all. You heard it here, guys. Fifty bucks for a first edition Skull Archfiend of Lightning, which is uh, our boys Whoa. Summon Skull. Dude, that's sick. That's actually yeah. really good art for him. That just about does it, though, for uh, Heart of the Cards. I hope you guys, you know, learned something. You guys added a little bit of knowledge. Um, and hope you guys go check out uh, Skull Archfiend of Lightning, because 50 bucks for first edition is not bad We're just going to have a Summon Skull Club on the Discord. Yeah, I think we all love Summon Skull. It's undeniable. Dude, he was so OP as a kid. I mean, yeah. coming one, out. One, one tribute, and you're done. Coming out with 25 hundo, one <laughs> tribute. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. All right, guys. It looks like we got Devin Core up next. Oh, oh yeah, fun fact too. If you don't remember, oh. Summon Skull was actually Yugi's uh, like sweeper monster back in the day. That was his go-to guy before he was gifted the Dark Magician from his grandpa. So believe it or not, Summon Skull was like the main character in the manga. I can he kinda, was the I guy. I can't believe it because Summon Skull has some pretty. He like, was the guy. Like uh, what's it called? Like and then he got replaced when Dark Magician came through. Yeah, he has like pre art of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. He's like one of those one of those uh, characters. He was Yugi's like hitter card in his uh, deck. All right, now Very we're cool. on to Very the cool. core. Here Let's we go. go. 
time it is. It is Devin time. Core. <laughs> no, not yet. No. Not yet. Uh, but this week, we are going to be putting to rest our talk of generations. We've talked about it in the Poke Tower Top 5. We talked about it in the Devin Core. We talked about Radiant Collection. We talked about, you know, uh, the hitters from the Radiant Collection. We talked about some of the hitters of the... Uh, you know, starters and evolutions and Zapdos, Articuno, Full Arts, all that stuff. We talked about all that stuff talked already. Talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! reprints. Yeah, we talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! reprints. <laughs> we did all that stuff already, guys. <laughs> so we're going to finish it off finally uh... with um, something I think is actually a pretty good steal right now. Uh, I, I think it's a really good buy. Uh, is the Myth- Mythical Collection Box. Some of you guys are already on it. Um, I've jumped into, into some of voice chats on Discord. Heard you guys are already kind of picking up on them. But yeah, the Mythical Collection Boxes, they were actually the 20th anniversary um commemorative like sets or collection boxes um that's what generation was it was a 20th anniversary set um, but anyways it comes with two packs of generations and one promo card and one pin and it comes with all different types of pokemon uh dark rye mew celebi and we're going to talk about them all here in a short bit but you can find the boxes for about 120 bucks um most of them are or best offer um i got all of mine for 80 um i got i got four dark rye and i got one jirachi and i got them all for 80 bucks um so I'm pretty sure you guys can find them out there for 80 to 90 bucks. Um, if you guys just do your shopping and you guys get your greasy discount. So the first mm. one up, you guys already guessed, is Darkrai XYA 114. You can find them raw. So if you just want the card, and I suggest that you just go pick up the card. If you don't want to pick up the sealed box, you don't want to spend the 120 or the 80 bucks for the box. You just want the card. I suggest getting Darkrai XY 114. If you like the Legend Darkrai, you'll definitely like this card. Um, he's about 10 to 30 bucks and a PSA nine, he's 80, 80 to 90. Um, and a PSA 10, he's 200. So the reason why I say that this is a really good and underpriced, um, item right now is because generation packs sell for like 30 to 40 bucks each. And then, uh, the car itself grades, um, in a nine, it's 80, 90 and in 10, you get 200. So if you need it, to make money to go buy yourself a national champion Blastoise or you need money to go buy a Rainbow Entei or something like that. These are one of those sets that you're not going to be, um, what's it called, pinned because you're like, hey, I, I, I had to buy this at a primo price and now I have to you know, wait for it to reach another primo price before it, I can actually get rid of it. You know, These actually kind of have immediate value right up, right up front. So... Mew. I was trying to see it. The thing oh. was in the way. Oh, my yeah, My eyes are going back and forth. So Mew XY1, 110. Uh, raw, you can find it raw for about 20 to 40 bucks. PSA 9 is 100 to 150. A PSA 10 is about 200 bucks. So I think whoever got the PSA 10 definitely got it for a steal and got it before um, a little bit of the uproar of these mythical collection boxes. Because the next PSA 10 up for sale is 480 bucks. And I think that's probably a lot more realistic for a Mew because um, the artwork that's depicted of this Mew is really nice. It has a rainbow in the back. Mew looks like a really cute, you know, positive-looking Pokemon. And uh, it seems like a card that a lot of collectors would like. Um, and it's from the XY series where a lot of the cards weren't printed well. So at 10, is kind of hard to find. So I think if you're, if you're going to go out and grab these collection boxes, um, obviously you have a good shot of getting a pretty minty card. If you don't want to and you just want to get out and get these cards for your personal collection, I'm sure it doesn't matter what condition they come in. You'll obviously will determine that by which one you pick. Um, but if you're looking to to buy these cards and and turn them into some more money, 
um, for your other collections, other things that you want to buy. Wow. I would, I would say, you know, use your, use your, your eyes really, really well because these cards are full art, um, and hollow. So they could have very, very, uh, small surface scratches and that can mess up you getting a PSA 10 if you're, if you really want that 10 or if you want a nine. So make sure you guys are really checking out these cards, um, and doing your due diligence. Is the next one up Celebi? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There was yeah, four. Yeah. There was four. Next one up Celebi is XY 112 raw 15 to 40. Uh, PSA nine is 89 and a PSA 10 is 800. So this is sounds just about right. Um, Celebi cards that grade and 10 usually do very, very well. Um, and this is one of those Celebi cards that will do extremely well because the artwork of Celebi is, is done well. I don't know how many times I said well, but uh, Celebi XY 112, PSA 10, 800 bucks, PSA 9, 89. I think that's a little bit underpriced for a PSA 9, um, but then again, uh, I don't have one, but I do want to get one. 15 to 40 is not bad. I'd probably shoot more for like, I think I've seen them at the $25 range is more of the condition I was I liked, um, so I'd probably shoot for 25 to 40. 15 is more personal collection. Jirachi XY 112, Jirachi XY 112, that's not right. That's uh, Hold on. that's Celebi. That's a typo, guys. Hold on. Let me get the correct number for you. So Celebi is Celebi XY 111 and Jirachi XY 112. So again, Mew, Celebi, and Jirachi um, are all done. Ex- like <laughs> These guys are clowning in the Discord. I'm sorry. I'm all, sorry. Mew, Jirachi, and Celebi, they're all, the artwork of them is beautiful. Um, they did a really good job on it. I think I don't I don't know I don't know how to describe it, but we were talking about the other day. Uh, what, what were those full art cards from? Black and white. Yeah. Right. The Celebi, the Celebi, Plasma the Jirachi, and the Mew. Blast. So if Plasma you got, Blast Jirachi. Yeah. If you guys like those full yeah. art cards, um, these ones are gonna be right up your alley. So I, I definitely consider checking them out, um, scooping them up raw because the Jirachis are going pretty underpriced. So raw is twelve to twenty. PSA nine is fifty. And the next PSA nine from there is at one ten. So whoever sold their PSA nine for fifty bucks, I'm sure they're they're probably like, dang it, shouldn't have done that because fifty bucks for PSA nine, that's crazy. Um, there is more mythical collections out there. They didn't make the top tier uh, ones. I think these ones are top tier: Darkrai, Mew, Selby, and Drachi. Um, the ones that are kind of lookouts, I would say, were Arceus XY one sixteen, Shaman XY one fifteen, and Manaphy XY one thirteen. Honorable mentions we're going to go with here are the rest of them. Victini, XY117. Keldeo, XY118. Genesect, XY119. And Molita. Molita. I just call her Molita. XY120. Um, and those are just honorable mentions. So if you guys like Arceus or Shaman or Manaphy or, or any of those other ones are your favorites, go hunt them down. Um, or if you guys are just looking to get the Generations packs from it, a good thing to do is just go hunt down the Genesect and the more unpopular uh, mythical collection boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Pick those ones up for seventy bucks. Pick those ones up for eighty bucks. You know what I mean? And and gather up some generations. So if you want to open up generations, because like we said, the Radiant Collection is a great thing to is a great thing to have as a collector. Mm-hmm. Um, it has the the Mega Charizard X in there. We talked about all the different cards it has in there that would just be great to have in your collection if you wanted to rip them open later on down the line, or if you want to keep them sealed for the long run. They're the 20th uh, anniversary set, so you can't go wrong with that either. But that does it.
for generations. I don't think we're talking generations anymore after this. Mm, yeah. That's it, though. Guys, I like I said, I picked up four of the Darkrai myself only because I like Darkrai a lot. And I'm hoping to get him in a 10. Um, yeah. And I, now I kind of buckshotted it. I also have a few sets of all the artworks um, of the generation packs. And then I also bought a Jirachi one. So I'll be hunting down Selby and Mew as well. So I'm not just saying it, guys. I'm not just putting it out there. I'm actually doing it. Mm, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch more on the generation stuff here in a bit. Actually, we'll, we'll get into it right now. Uh, top five up here next. And we'll kind of dig into why we're, we're backing off on generations. So here yep. we go. Woo! You made it. All right. All right. Made all right. All right. Almost an hour in, guys. Here we go. We're almost an hour deep. Top five. Again, guys, I'm hitting you guys with consistency. The last few weeks have been the same. Same cards, different day in the top five because I still think this is where the opportunity is. Um, remember, I love collecting, but I also run a successful Pokemon card business as a collectible store. I have to make money. I have to make sales. These are some of the best things you could buy while all the attention is on who's better, CGC or PSA. I'm not grading any cards right now. What I have at PSA is what I have, which is like probably close to 200 cards, and that's it. That's all I got. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to send anything else in. I'm not gonna grade until um, they open back up. Until they open back up. So how did I build my collection before I started grading cards? Doing what we do: collect packs and open and open collecting packs. it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's collecting how. The yeah. Stuff. The only reason I have stuff to send to PSA is because I I collected stuff. So um, we we went into uh, the top five last week. I think Flashfire was number five. Uh, I think so. Oh, well, he's back again. Flashfire is still at number five. I think it dropped a spot, maybe, because maybe it was number four last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, I think it was number four, because number five was, uh, I think, like a single card. Yeah, so it dropped. Um, it's number five now. Why do I say that? Because the listings of $50 packs are getting less and less. Sparse. So that means either us here at the Poke Tower buying it, or everyone else and their mom is buying it, and that's scary, right? Be fearful when other people are being greedy. So remember that uh, the price is getting closer to $70 now, which I don't necessarily like for flash fire. Why do I say not that it's not going to gain value past 70? I don't want to scare you guys like, Oh my gosh, I bought a pack for 70. I'm screwed. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's better purchases to be made for $70 for $70. So I don't value flash fire at $70 just yet. Right? Right. Especially as we go through this top five, you're going to see why $70, you can do so much more with 70 bucks. You can do so much more. Um, so if you find a flash fire pack for less than 60, less than 60 bucks, eat, maybe stretch at 64. If you find that still get it. If you love it, you definitely get it because your time, your op- time for opportunity is running out. But if we're talking about best value for 70 bucks, it's not the best value for 70 bucks. It's not flash fire. Yeah. So, Flashfire, number five. Number four, Plasma Storm. That's a new one on the top five. Remember, we talked about Plasma Blast and Plasma Freeze because of their how cheap they are. Ectoplasm. Here's, here's something. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Plasma. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing I like about Plasma Storm. It's not that there's a secret rare Charizard and that there's a secret rare Blastoise in it. I think that's very attractive when you start digging into the set itself. But on the surface... Everyone and their mom thinks that too. 
dude, Plasma Storm. Next big thing. Why? Secret Rare Charizard, Secret Rare Blastoise. That's cool. You're not going to pull that guy. I really, I doubt it you're going to pull him unless you buy a booster box. No one's buying booster boxes this stuff. It's kind of out of our budget, right? So, where I go with this is I really like... Hold on. Before I get into it, the reason why I don't like Plasma Storm as well is because of that giant spotlight, right? You got these investors that are like, oh, shiny Charizard, shiny Blastoise? Yeah, I'm going to invest in that. When there's such a big spotlight on a popular set, what do we see more of? Fakes. Resealed packs. Things like that. We start dealing with shady sellers because they know there's money to be made. So that's what happens when, when you start getting into more popular items. There's more listings on eBay. How do I tell who's who? You know what I mean? Um, and then you got to start looking at people's feedback. You got you to do way more. You got to do like background investigations on these guys because everyone's got Plasma Storm all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Um, it's not like when you look at a Plasma Freeze, you know, there's maybe 10 listings. You know, it's pretty easy to find a good seller. Uh, but Plasma Storm is so popular because of the Charizard, it makes it that much more of a target for counterfeits and resealed packs. So I don't, that's why I don't, I'm not really much a fan of it. But here's where I go with it. You can still find sealed Plasma Storm blister packs for 130 So why is that good? Well, because there's people that are selling loose booster packs for 130 So there's there's value in those sealed blister packs. Hmm. If you can find a sealed blister yeah. pack, you know what I mean? If I presented yeah, yeah, yeah. you a sealed blister for 130 and then I said, here's a loose pack, it's the same price, you're probably going to take the blister because you're like, dude, that, the chances are that that thing's been resealed are way less. Um, right. So I really right. like I really like the sealed blister packs for 130 I think that's low price. So that's why it's in the top five this week because there's still some blister packs floating around. There's also like little collection boxes that have one or two packs of Plasma Storm in there you know, for a couple hundred bucks that I think that's, that's kind of low. And it also gives you a really safe bet that you're getting something legit, uh, when you buy like a box or something like that, that's sealed up. Um, so plasma storm, look for like box collections and look for blister packs. I think those are underpriced compared to a loose pack that's just floating around. It's like, hmm. I think the guys with the loose packs are asking too much. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. So Play maybe, that. maybe they just didn't make their money back from when they ripped right, their right. Uh, yeah, use blister it, box. Use it to your advantage, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I, blister packs are one of the... Sealed blister packs are one of the best things you can buy because... Honestly, that's what I look for. You yeah, know, the you know hanger I mean? packs type? Yeah. yeah. People... people even um, when it comes to like like legacy packs for Yu-Gi-Oh! You know what I mean? I don't even like it when people take it out of the third-party packaging. Right, right, right. Even though the third-party packaging is nothing, it's just a cardboard backing and a, and a plastic right. you know, cover over the top. Mm-hmm. Still, I'll 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 look for those listings over the loose ones all day long. Yes. So, plasma storm. If you got you know, again, you're talking one thirty for one blister pack. You can oh. get two flash fires for the price of that. So yeah. you just have to. I'm giving you options now. It just comes down to which one do you actually like. Me personally, I would probably go for plasma storm because I do like the set a little more than flash fire. But it's really weird because I know Flashfire is the set of the future. I know it yeah, is. I yeah. know for a fact. I just know it. Um, but anyways, I guess it depends. It's older. You know, it's older. Yeah. It's got that going for it too. It depends how much. It depends how much you like it, really. Yeah. Uh, number three. This is a new one to the top five. I really like this, and it may stay here for a few weeks. So you got Pokemon Black and White, next Destinies. Um, I like this one a lot. Yeah, this is one of those sets that we often look over 
because you know legendary treasures is like one of the bigger black and white sets plasma storm is another big black and white set next destinies is pretty legit um they got cards yeah, like just, zekrom I'm full just, art zekrom's in there yeah um they have shiny pokemon in the secret set believe it or not they got shinies uh zoroark which is one of my yeah. favorite pokemon mm-hmm. they got shiny hydragon and they got shiny embor yeah and i think there's another one and then the full arts are amazing um but i know zekrom is like i think there's a black kiram in there as well is there such thing as a black kiram yeah there is yeah uh, he's in I, I, don't, I don't know if he's in that one i, I think see. he is i think he might be I, I mean i'm about to check right now but yeah, no, you're saying something like not a lot of people pay attention to the sets yeah. that came um, before the other ones. And I was, I was about to say it right now because I was just looking at it the other day. It's like, like, I'd probably say boundaries crossed is where people were like, they just they didn't care anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Even Dark Explorers because you can't really find too much Dark Explorers stuff out there. It's like people didn't really care for it, you know? Or even like even Dragons Exalted or, or Dragon Vault, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or Bounties Cross. Like those those cards like are hard to find, you know what I mean, that people didn't really care about. So when Danny's talking about the secret rares, I actually have a uh, a secret rare from Bounties Crossed. It's the uh Golurk. Right. Which is the oh, same, yeah, that's right. same yeah. style card as the Hydragon Shiny and the Zorak Shiny. Those shiny Pokemon guys. It's tight because it has their 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 type of Pokemon. So say it's a dark Pokemon, say it's yeah. a psychic it's on the card. It's in the middle of the card, like mm-hmm. where their, their move type would be. And then that part is textured too. Mm. It's textured the out, the board of it's textured. It's just, there's sick cards. Like Pokemon was doing some crazy stuff. If you're into shiny vault. So we talked about in the underrated, overrated hidden fate, shiny vault. I think it's overrated now because everyone knows the hack, right? If you're, but if you're a shiny vault, if you're a shiny Pokemon freak, you go back to these sets and you start sniping the secret rares. Black yeah, and white has yeah. them sprinkled throughout. Yeah, there's like three or four in each mm-hmm. set. Yep. Um, so go get those shiny Pokemon. Those are the ones you really want to pay attention to. Uh, and I'm only seeing their value go up. We were just talking about shiny Hydreigon. Devin was looking at one for 150. I just did it. Oh, oh, hold on. The music came on. Whoa, Whoa no music. Sure. All right. Um, Sorry, guys. The, uh, the shiny Hydreigon... He was saying 150 when he was looking at it. Yep. I did a real brief look today, and they're already clipping 200. So that's 50 bucks in a span of a few months um, on something that's truly capped in population, which means it, price has to drive up as, as demand goes up. There's no other way around it. Whereas Shining Fates, or Hidden Fates, as much as I love that set, and as much as I think it's a banger more and more just keeps coming out and it's it's absolutely killing me it i hate it it hurts to watch it happen yeah um but you know good thing is you know i think with psa you know changing their process come july maybe we're going to see different grading standards but uh that's that's really like long term um but right now next destinies you can find these packs i saw some packs for as low as 39 bucks that's crazy 39 to 49 all day i feel like people see it like a they people see it as like a um like, uh, what's that other set? Emerging Powers? Dude, oh, yeah. Right? And but check like, this out, though. But Emerging, emerging powers, powers is trash. It's trash. Yeah, it's trash compared it's to trash this. compared to this. Yeah, and I'm saying they're like almost identical prices. Right, though. right, right. Well, yeah, and this is this is the thing, though. I was buying Emerging Powers when it was 10 to $15 a pack. Mm-hmm. They are now 50 bucks, and it yeah. don't deserve to be 50 bucks. Yeah. But what, why? Because you just, they're capped. You can't find the stuff. That's why. Um, so next destinies has good cards and it's scarce. Yep. Um, oh, if you're I, not into I the like sealed that. booster packs, so this is kind of a two for two. 
if you're not into the seal booster packs, you just maybe you got screwed a couple times on reseals and things like that. Get the slabs. We're talking less than 200 bucks. You can get a secret rare in an eight or better. Yeah, definitely, definitely in a nine. There was um, a guy who had all all of the shiny secret rares from black and white. From black and white. I'm talking about from every set. He had he had the Hydreigon, the Zorark. He had I bought the Golurk from him. Um, he had uh, the Chandelure. He had uh, oh yeah, Chandelure's in here too. He yep. had um, another one. Embor's in here. Yeah, he, uh, no, I don't think he had Embor. He probably already sold it before then, but he had all of them, and he had them all priced at 150. Yeah. And some of them even had them priced at like eighty nine. You like, talk about King PS, all PSA nines, and I'm like, what? If you're talking about shiny Pokemon guys, these are the ones that you're going to want to go for yeah. because I I hate to say it, but Hidden Fates may be having its day here pretty soon, and and that sucks because these cards these cards are superior to the Hidden Fates yeah, ones. Though. I went I went hard on Hidden Fates, and I'm willing to say that that one may not survive another reprint. It just may not. Oh yeah, no, if no, it gets another reprint, it's done. there's nothing we can do, guys. Yeah. There's nothing we can do, and I. I it sucks, you know what I mean? I got like I have like over a hundred shiny vault cards. Yeah, I have a bunch too. Uh, you guys saw me sending them to PSA. I'm a, I'm a shiny freak though. So. Yeah. So it comes to one of the good thing is is I like a lot of those cards, so they could just stay with me. It doesn't matter. But I'm talking if you want to collect shiny cards that are gonna retain value, it's these ones. Agreed. Snipe all day. Number two, on the top five, still one of my favorites, plasma freeze. I love the cards in the set. You can still find it for forty nine to fifty five bucks. You why aren't we, guys? They're selling evolutions packs for sixty bucks. Not bad. You get plasma freeze. Yeah. You do not buy evolutions. You get plasma freeze. It's not bad. And number one, number one. This is a new. Uh, it's not new, but it was number two last week. It was number two last week. This week it's number one. It takes the place of Jirachi. It's plasma blast. Plasma Blast. Why did I? Why? Why is this number one? Because um, our mod in the Discord, Alpha Mod, he shared that he got some Plasma Blast and it was cheap. So I went and looked it up. You can still find packs for thirty nine bucks. They're few and far between. I just saw one today for thirty nine, and you can still find them upwards of forty nine, which is insanely cheap. Um, and when you talk about the cards that you can pull them. This is just a set. Yeah, if you're just a, like, we're not ripping these guys. We're accumulating for yeah. we're t- we're accumulating for a later time in the future. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah, and don't, then don't test your luck. You know, in a year, twelve months, you know, or eighteen months from now, we're gonna have an opportunity to rip these things or sell them, or we yeah. can weigh them out. Yeah. and get rid of the get rid of the extra packs. But right now, it's an, we're in an accumulating phase, right? Because everything is. Everything is sell, sell, sell right now on in the trading card hobby. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we've said it before a million times on this podcast. When everyone goes one way, we like to go the other way. Buying out of print booster packs is not cool right now. And there will be a time when it when it's really cool. Yeah. Um I, and just a lot of people don't even appreciate yeah. the Pokemon or or the cards that are in these. Nobody sets. on TikTok's talking about black and white. Well, I'm saying that the Okay, okay. Yeah, no one on TikTok is talking about black and white. So, obviously, if you get one of these cards, it's going to take longer for you to sell it, right? Because right. You're, you're selling to a collector. Yeah. You're selling to someone you're not who selling actually... selling to a hype beast. Yeah, you're not selling to a hype beast that's going to turn around and flip this card. You're selling it to a collector. Someone... You actually have to know about Pokemon to be getting into this stuff, right? Right, right. Whereas, you know, our... We so, already that's, know. that's a little bit of a downfall that, yeah, you're not going to see as quick of a return because, obviously, someone's not going to be like, oh, a shiny, you know, right. Sigaglyph but, from black and white. But, you're, but you have this... It's going to be the safest and most secure gains. It's not something that's going to tank tomorrow where, like, evolutions 
literally anything could happen to evolutions. Yeah. Right? And everyone and people's arguments say we have the booster box sell for a thousand. That's great. I don't think that's gonna be long term. One yeah, thing I'll, I I'll, one I'll, thing I can tell you is that you are not going to find a shiny chandelure on eBay for much longer. Yeah, no. You know no, what I mean? You're not. It's it's that mentality. It's like, dude, this stuff is literally more rare. Yeah, you, the demand is not as not as high. But when you make that sale, you can trust that you've gained value and that it's going I'm telling you, I don't even know how to explain it. It's more you like you barely find three or four listings of these like secret mm-hmm. rare cards, you know what I mean? That are I'm talking about already in slabs or graded. And then it's like, then you see some raw ones yeah. too, but it's like, Hey, the raw ones, you don't know it's what like condition this. they're in. It's you like have no this. Idea. For those of you that had evolutions booster packs. So the ones that are graded in their grades are the ones that are going to be in the grade. Kinda. People were like, Hey, I was buying evolutions and now they're 60 bucks. Literally in two weeks, that price could go down. Yeah. With these cards, the prices don't go down. They either stay the same or they slowly go up mm-hmm. and slow, gradual growth is more permanent than overnight. You know? Yeah. Uh, we're not going to see a next destiny's pack for 15 bucks. Yeah. 10 bucks it won't happen it won't, it, it'll, you'll never it will see never it. go below yeah. 40 it's just that's it yeah unless you have a private deal with a friend who's like yeah i'll sell you 100 for 30 a piece okay yeah you know what i mean different but you're not going to get you're not going to find these deals and it's because of the scarcity guys it's just based supply and demand at its most basic 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 level um you know when when you have something that nobody has you you can name your price and that's that's very good for collectors um last thing i want to touch on too is black and white is not even close to meeting its day like there's so many kids yeah so many kids that are growing up that are going to want to get back into this and it doesn't hit us right because most of us are red blue yellow silver gold guys that grew up black and white they're only what uh 18 right now yeah think about when you got into your hobby what 28 29 right yeah they don't care about Pokemon yeah. right now, but they will when they're 22, when, when they're, they're 24. In their late 20s? Yeah. Mid to late 20s, they'd be like, dude, I got a real job now. Yeah. I'm going to go get me a Game Boy, and I'm going to go get this card that I used to love. Guys, it, it's history repeating got, itself. Got me a roommate, got me a coworker that that collects cards. That he showed me his collection. Oh, I'm in love with it. History repeating itself. Yeah. What was my favorite Pokemon back in the day? What can I go and find on eBay? Yep. So accumulate. Accumulate. Accumulate, guys. Get these collectibles in the right hands. And here at the Poke Tower, we are the right people to have these things. Don't do not let a reseller get this stuff. Okay? We're gonna hold it. Agreed. That's it for the top five. Again, guys, it's gonna be very consistent through July because I'm not following trends. I'm literally just telling you guys what I'm doing. Blazing a path. Yes. We're blazing paths. And come July, come July when everyone's like, hey, plasma freeze is a hundred dollars a pack. It's like, yeah. Because the Poke Tower Discord dried up the inventory that was at forty. That's like that's like that's like myth, mythical collection. Go grab them while they're eighty and ninety bucks mm-hmm. right now before they get to one fifty, one sixty, one eighty, and you're like, oh, and we're talking whoa. about this six months from now. And I'm like, telling I you, like, bought it when you guys talk yeah, about it. In that I'm like, it's, it's gonna happen. I'm telling you, I'm already seeing it happen. You know what I mean? Like, because I saw I saw prices. Like I said, I bought all mine at eighty, ninety, and they were listed at like what ninety bucks. Yeah. And now I'm only seeing listings for like one twenty, one ten, one oh five. Like, so I'm saying it's changed that quick. Yes. That quick, guys. And Generations is one that people are are already getting... That's what we want to talk about. ...already getting uh, hip to. They're right, right, like, right. That's, that's where I forgot to... I'm, real quick, guys. Generations just hit. That's why Generations is not in the top five this week. Because although I do enjoy it as a long-term buy and hold, and I wouldn't open any myself, I'd probably just hold it you know, and sell it another time. 
the reason I took it off the top five is because as cool as a set as it is for being the 20th anniversary, again, it has a huge spotlight on it, right? All these new collectors, they, they're like, hey, uh, you know, it's the 25th anniversary. They're, what are we talking about? Well, the common theme for today's episode is going back to the source. Mm-hmm. What's the 20th anniversary look like? Everyone's thinking that right now. Oh, let's get that. Let's get the 20th anniversary. Because when in the 30th anniversary, it's going to be even more. And then, you know, they probably look back. What's the 15th anniversary? Like, it's a very easy group think like mentality um that i think i think too many eyes are on it so if you like generations keep buying it it's still at a good price yeah but i'm taking it off the top five because i'm not attracted to it because there's just too many people looking at it and yeah if you're looking at it to be exclusive okay let me let me touch on that because if you're looking at it to be exclusive i would say don't don't do that don't don't do that. You're not going to be like the dude that has like, oh, I'm the dude who has the complete Everyone's artwork of generation set. You know what I mean? I'm there's telling gonna you, be, there's going to be plenty of people who do have that. But for me, I like generations as a set in 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 general because the radiant collection and then the cards that are in it, like the full arts and the other like ex cards, those are sick. And the mega cards are sick. So in five years, if this if the set reaches max at four, say because it's selling for like thirty forty right now, and say it still sells for thirty forty bucks in ten years. Like, yeah, I'm saying it's still great to open up. You know what I mean? The thi- yeah, the because thi- like as a collector, it'd be great I just, to have I feel a, a like, radiant. I feel RD. like generations is a target. Oh no, for I, resellers, I agree. for resellers and investors, yeah. because it's one of those you don't have to know a lot to find out what it is, and it's probably like the gateway. Guess, it's the gateway drug to like vintage packs. Like oh, yeah, what's, I guess what's what something that's on the rise? Oh, generations. I guess what I'm saying is that if you want if you want some generations to yourself, get in now. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. But I I don't like it. I don't like it in terms of oh, I'm going to sell this in five years for the 30th anniversary. I think there's just too many people thinking that. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Too many people thinking yeah. that way. So that's it for the top five. We have to get in to the major league collecting hot seat tonight. Let's get in on the Discord. Oh yeah, and let's find ourselves a contender. <laughs> uh, we have the MLC Hot Seat is a new segment on the podcast. We answer you guys five questions. You have to be in our Discord to do this because we do a voice call with you. Uh, yeah. We answer you five yeah, yeah, questions. Yeah. You get two minutes to answer the questions. First person who hops in the in the in the voice chat. Yeah, first person to to hop in the voice chat when we announce it gets the chance to to play for some free booster packs um you get two minutes five questions if you get three questions right you get one Yu-Gi-Oh! fist of gadgets booster pack if you get all five you get two booster packs for free Ooh, so incentive what are these questions about these questions are things that we've shared on tiktok instagram discord and the podcast so basically if you follow me on social media if you're you're following and consuming yeah. On the reg, you'll, you, know, you'll know this stuff. You'll know it. Yeah. If you're a casual listener, you may struggle. Yeah. And if you're someone who's listening to investor in, investing advice, you're probably going to really struggle. So um, let's hop on the Discord real quick and see who we can get on tonight's show. All right, guys. We have our contestant tonight. We got our top member, Chris Topley. He is going to be in the MLC hot seat tonight, the major league collecting hot seat. He knows the rules. Um, he'll have two minutes to answer five questions. He gets three of them right. He gets one free booster pack. If he gets all five, he gets two booster packs. All right, Chris, are you ready? Yeah. Can he do it? All right, let me get the let me get the clock started here. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna ask you the first question, and then I'll go ahead and get the clock started. Okay. Awesome. All right, here we go. 
What year? <laughs> this is gonna kill him. Okay. What year did Yu-Gi-Oh start Legacy reprints? Time's on. Ooh. Are we gonna go in twenty ten? Twenty ten. You got it right. Okay. All right. We got one, one down. We got one in the bag. Yeah. Number two here. What was the first Digimon collectible card game series after Digibattle? What was the name of the set? I'm going to have to pass this one. All right, he passed. Okay. Uh, number three. Which Pikachu promo card was recently featured on Gengar Greasy's TikTok? Kanazawa Pikachu, you got it right. Yeah, that's right. Kanazawa Pikachu, Good job. You go. Two down. All right. All right. We talked about this last week. What are the ghost rares referred to in the Yu-Gi-Oh! OCG, the Japanese cards? What is the name of the rarity? Pass, okay. What was the first Digimon collectible card game series after Digibattle? Do you have any idea? I don't. Alright, we'll give you a chance. We'll give you a chance to get one right. One more right. Chris, name something off of the Devoncourt segment from last week's podcast. He's sweating. That was in the top that five. Try again. Five. Oh, top five. Holy smokes. <laughs> oh, do I get a lifeline? <laughs> uh, hey, Sam, if you want to give him a lifeline, you can give him a lifeline. Oh, we got Sam name, in the chat. Name one, name one thing that was in the Devon Course segment last week. Oh, we ran out of time. No. All right, if Sam can answer it, he'll save you for one. If Sam can answer it, Sam... I think Sam. I think I don't think Sam's here, Chris. Oh, he's he, he bailed on you. Your oh. lifeline. Uh, I I don't know. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. I'm in the blank. I'm in the hot seat. Oh man. Okay, right. that does it. So Chris, it's you a- got. <laughs> here's the answer. Okay, so you got two right. Um, the answer for the Digimon Collectibles card game series after Digibattle was Eternal Courage. We covered that last week. And then, what is the Ghost Rare referred to in the Yu-Gi-Oh! OCG? OCG, remember me and Devin kind of butted heads on this. It was called a Holographic Rare, or a Holographic Parallel Rare. That's what I was going to say, too. Oh, he second-guessed himself. And then, if you would have... And then, for the fifth question, it was anything anything Generations-related mm-hmm. was in the uh, Devin Core segment. Yep, Radiant Collection. Radiant Collection. Oh my goodness, I knew this, man. Oh, the MVP goes down. Oh, Couldn't take the pressure. <laughs> Couldn't take the pressure. Hey, well, check this out, Chris. You didn't win a free booster pack, but tune into the podcast tomorrow morning. I'm sure you're going to be surprised, all right? Awesome, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, right, thank later. you. Later. There you guys go. There was the... MLC Hot Seat, Major League Collecting Hot Seat. We ask, we ask you guys questions that are featured on the podcast, YouTube, or my social medias. I'm always sharing information. So if you're paying attention, 
and you're retaining the information, right? Because we, we're collectors. we got to remember this stuff. You have a great shot at winning. And these are not gimme questions. Are you, as you guys can see, they're hard. The MVP, Chris, goes down. But it's all right. We'll have another contestant next week. And that is it for today's podcast, guys. That's it. Episode 33 in the books. 33. Please send us your voice messages. Give us your feedback. And we will see you guys this Thursday on the YouTube live stream. If we don't see you this Thursday, we'll see you next Wednesday on the episode 34 of the Poketar Podcast. Yep. You got anything? Tune in, guys. Nope, that's it. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Enjoy yourselves. Stay safe. All right. Later, later. guys.